Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Top of the 8 o'clock hour here in our nation's capital. It is a Black Monday edition of Overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge, Wilbert Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to CBS Sports Radio. As promised, coming up in about an hour or so, we'll be joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. He'll give us his thoughts, and we'll take a national look uh, at what's happened around the NFL here on Black Monday. Right now, though, uh, as promised, and I'll, I'll give out my cash app so you all can help me pay the invoice that it cost to get Chris Russell on the program <laughs> with me. Chris Russell <laughs> set to join the program. We're yeah. to do a little OT here on OT. What's going on, Rooster? How are you? How are you, pal? Uh, if if only any part of that was true, that I could, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, as you found out today, yeah. <laughs> I don't invoice anybody. I mean, I just do free work for, uh, you know, for everyone. Uh, so why not, uh, why not do a little more free work for you and with you? But I, it's always, uh, it's always a pleasure to be on with you. And I, I drove, uh, I drove Chris nuts, um, telling him to hang on, hang on, hang on until literally like two seconds before your music uh, intro, but we finally got it working. So uh, Look, I, got, I hope it sounds okay. You got, you work with a superstar behind the glass five days a week on on our sister station with Maddie Ice. I get to work with Metal Chris on a, on a day in day out basis. I mean, the superstars you know, both both of them are very 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 talented. And both of them both of them you know lunatics as Chris would would, would admit to. But well, I'm a lunatic too, it's, so it's, it's, I, it's I, I, I fall Chris right thing. into that mix exactly. And I would know. I, I mean, look, I would make a reasonable. <laughs> argument that you're a lunatic as well well look i am the youngest lunatic in charge <laughs> yes Russell, exactly so. but look man i am I'm, I'm excited to have you on we were kind of sparring back and forth before you hit the road after your show but mm-hmm. if you can here real quick for our listeners yeah. just summarize what today has meant and what do you expect to happen in the immediate future moving forward? Right. Okay. So so here's the deal. Like, I, I asked my audience, I said, is today a great day, a good day? Uh, you know, a, um, and I think I, I asked, you know, kind of a day where you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, don't know, you know, hope so, whatever, you know, or a bad day. And I didn't expect anybody to say bad day, right? I think one person did, and I forgot the reasoning. <laughs> and I labeled it as a good day for Washington commanders. I understand that that might be a little tepid. I understand that that might be a little cautious. I understand that uh, as one listener referred to me, Debbie Downer, uh, and you got and you got mad that, oh, yeah. I, I you know, crush you for it. right, that I wasn't like spinning, you know, doing cartwheels and handstands. <laughs> and, and, and my point in all of this was, yes, I understand the potential significance. Can we wait can we wait to anoint this the greatest day in Commanders slash Redskins history since the last Super Bowl 
can we wait to find out who they hire and what happens and if they have any success as opposed to just throwing a parade and bouquets of roses <laughs> to everybody? And my point being is I want it to work. I want to be excited. I'm 50 years old. I've been through this before. <laughs> now, the notable difference, as I said over and over and over again today on my show and to you and to our boss, CK, when we were just having a little chit chat. I understand Dan Snyder is gone. Yeah. I I understand it should be and it probably will be a completely different era and a completely different feel and a completely different everything. But Linnell, until I see it, I've been down this road before right. when everybody thought everything would change, no matter who the owner was, including four years ago. And here <laughs> we are talking about a lousy football team and a number two overall pick. Chris, can, can you hear me out when I say this? And I, I got distracted. Michael Penix just made a pretty decent throw off schedule. We'll, we'll talk <clears> about <throat> him before we get out of here as well. But, Chris, can, can you hear me out on this? And I, I, I hear everything that you're saying. We've been here before. Don't, don't get overly excited too quick. Right. The one thing that I, I've been saying throughout the entirety of the show to this point, while, look, e even if the results don't follow right away in terms of wins and losses, the reason I'm so optimistic, Chris Russell, the process, no pun yep. intended, yep. is actually – the right process. This is how the good organizations do things. I love that Josh, you know, doesn't want to be the smartest person in the room all the time. He seems, mm -hmm. you know, willing to surround himself with other good minds in sports. And I think him going out and, and swinging for Bob Myers, I think is huge. And it shows that he's willing to leave no stone unturned. And I also think the Bob Myers hire signifies how important it is for this organization to have a culture foundation yep. and a type moving forward. No, I, I agree with you on that. And, and what I would say is, you know, I admire his boldness going out of the box and going and getting a multi-time NBA executive of the year and a, what, four-time NBA champion and someone who didn't completely build the Golden State Warriors dynasty, but maintained it and managed it and led it and made sure that it didn't break apart like so many great teams and so many dynasties often do, right? right. That's, to me, what Bob Myers is all about. Now, that being said, you know, what I found interesting, and I don't know how many people caught up on or, or, or got caught up on this. There was a lot of conjecture before the press conference. Oh, these guys are only here to hire the new head coach and the new EVP slash GM. And I kept saying on Twitter, at least, and then on the radio, I said, well, wait a second. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think we should rule out any future for either one. Right. I said it's possible that one or both stay. And Josh Harris emphasize that like he pretty much told me that Bob Myers is staying in some sort of capacity and he's not sure about Rick uh, Rick Spielman yet and and then I thought to myself Linnell I said you're gonna let Rick Spielman basically have significant input into who the EVP slash GM is and probably who the new head coach is mm -hmm. and 
and, and you're telling me that you haven't made up your mind whether he's going to be a part of the organization. So that was a little bit strange to me that he that he admitted that he wasn't well, sure yet what Rick Spielman's role would be moving forward. I was hoping more for an all in like, hey, these two are going to be part of the organization. We will figure out roles and titles. These two are going to be liaisons for me in sub capacity. Yeah. And he gave me, I'm not sure yet on Rick Spielman. Yeah, the thing I would say about that is I, I think they've probably had his ear for a very long time now at this That's point. That's fair. I, I know that there's probably some technical details to iron out in terms of how they could just bring them on all of a sudden. So maybe that's why they're they're kind of slow stepping it to make them official and title. But well, remember they weren't under contract to anybody. They weren't, so it's okay. You can you bring know, so you could have so, just brought him in, okay. right? I mean, they weren't you know talking to Adam Peters, right. you know, who's under contract to the Forty ers right? Rick so, Spielman was working for the thirty third team, and to my knowledge, is not under contract, still remaining from his time in Minnesota. I, I guess my point was. Like, I went into the press conference thinking Rick Spielman and Bob Myers are going to be a part of this organization and are going to have a heavy influence in some way, shape, or form on Josh Harris moving forward, at least at least for the foreseeable future. And what I walked away was Bob Myers will, not so sure about Rick Spielman. And that does concern me a well, little bit. Concern's a strong word, Rooster. Here's why I'm not well, concerned. Well, it concerns me because if he's going to have heavy input in who the GM right. and who the head coach is... I, I, I don't want him to be a fly by night. I got a phrase, I, I, I got a phrase for you, Chris Russell. Yeah, can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. I, well, some he, people some he, people say you you can. Some people you well, say it, you it can. obviously depends on you know what type of organizational structure you want to go with. But I, I see what they're doing. Spielman is the trusted football mind. Yeah, he is going to help pick the next architect right. of this thing moving forward, and then he's going to step back and let them do their job. Well, yes, but but you you understand what I'm saying. Like, does it make sense to have him have a heavy input and a say in who gets that job, mm-hmm. and then he just disappears? Like, well, I was hoping yeah. that he – I was hoping, and maybe this is wrong of me. I was hoping Josh Harris would say, you know what, I, I, I picked these two because I trust them, I believe in them, I like them. They are going to be voices. They are going to be uh, consigliaries. Uh, Italian mafia work. <laughs> there are going to be, um, you know, people that I lean on moving forward as this franchise evolves. That doesn't necessarily mean they are going to have final say. They are going to have any sort of decision making input. We're not there yet, but they are going to be a part of this organization moving because I, I would just say this, like, if if you're Rick Spielman and you don't know necessarily if you're going to have a, a a role moving forward in this organization, do you maybe put the same, I guess, gusto into making sure that this is the absolute? I'm sure you do, well, well, but but I, I guess I'm just I, I yeah. guess I I just want I wanted a little bit more definitive, like hey, what the short term is and what the long term is. I think it's a relationships based business, and I think because Rick Spielman is a part of this process, the person who gets hired, I would think. You know, having ties to Rick Spielman would probably help your cause. I don't know if you got a chance to catch any of ESPN this morning. Uh, former Jets and Bills coach Rex Ryan had a pretty definitive statement 
about the involvement of Rick Spielman here in this organization. Rick's brother, Chris Spielman, mm-hmm. is with the Detroit Lions, a huge, hot candidate right now for GM jobs across the league, is assistant uh, general manager for the Lions, Ray Agnew. So maybe, you know, he's stepping back because he's like, well, let me get one of a guy in power that I trust and let me step back and do his job. Sort of being looked at as like a, a big brother stepping stone type of thing. Like, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. That's type. fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, I, and now listen, I would be a little bit surprised if they, you know, like if, if they wanted to talk to Agnew, how come they haven't done it just yet? You know, at least that we know publicly, right? I mean, we identified a bunch of different candidates. And I think Adam Peters right now is like the pace setter. He's a lead dog. He's set up to interview already. Right. If you think of, uh, you know, thoroughbred racing, right? Out of the gates (laughs) at the, you know, at the Preakness or or, or at the Kentucky Derby, he's setting the pace. He's out in front. And the question is, is whether he can close the race. And maybe he will, maybe he won't. But I, I... like, so, you know, and then they interviewed or they requested an interview for other candidates, including, you know, in, 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 um, uh, including two coaches from the Lions, but not yeah. necessarily Agnew. Okay. Did, so, so did you see my take, tweet earlier, Chris Russell? Uh, what's that? Do you think it's a coincidence that they went to Detroit first to interview because of the ties that Rick has to that organization? I, that was the first reported interview or you request. Know, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, you know, I would say this. L- listen, we're all trying to figure mm-hmm. out what the hell all of this means. <laughs> I, I think here's the thing that I'm most encouraged by. And you and I have talked about this incessantly. Mm-hmm. OK, and, and we're both right on it. OK, and I don't care who disagrees with it. There is not one. There is not one prototype or uh, fit to this shoe. Right. There, There is not on the GM side or on the head coaching side. That's what I, I walked away from today feeling like there is not only one solution and only one answer. Whoever it turns out to be, Peters, Agnew, uh, the guy from Cleveland, uh, Borgonzi from Kansas City, whoever. Right. I, or whatever head coach. And it could be Boy Wonder Ben. <laughs> or you know what? It could be Aaron Glenn. And please don't let me hear any more of this. Well, Aaron Glenn's not a good defensive coordinator because his team, uh, the defense is the weakness of the Detroit Lions and they don't rate statistics. Go screw. Okay? <laughs> Go screw. Because you don't know anything about leadership At all. and dealing with players and character and right. motivation. Go screw. Sorry. Chris Russell, ladies and gentlemen, getting spicy I hear on this Monday night edition of Overtime. You got one more segment for us, big fella? Anything you want, my friend. One more segment with the rooster, Chris Russell. On the other side of this break, we'll go through some of the reported names out there that Washington uh, has requested to interview on the GM side and on the coach side. That's next with Chris Russell here on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Well, if you're a Washington Huskies fan, things aren't going well for you right now. 14 to 3, big blue up after Donovan Edwards scampers 46 yards to the end zone for his second touchdown of the night. 222 left to go in quarter number one. And right now it is all Wolverines. Michael Penix on that Huskies offense, hoping that they can cut into this lead. They drove it all the way down deep inside the Michigan territory on their last drive, only to come up with a field goal. So we'll see if Michael Penix can continue climbing up NFL draft boards with his performance here in the final three quarters of this one. It is overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge, Wilbert Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight uh, before we dish things over to CBS Sports Radio. We're joined by our pal Chris Russell, the co excuse me, not the co-host, the host of the Chris Russell Show. Weekdays 1 to 4 p.m. over on our sister station, the Team 980. Chris, oh, when want- you're when you're with me, I'm your well, co-host. You know, I mean, I I just I just you're try just and make the needle move, and I let the youngest in charge do uh, what <laughs> what what he has to do because I don't want to upset the apple cart. By the way, did you see the formation? This is why I love Harbaugh and yeah. and Michigan and 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 the style that they play. Sorry, Chris, I know you're an Ohio State fan. I got it. I understand that. This is why I love. They lined up. 14 guys on the left side of the formation outside of the tackle, right? <laughs> I mean, it was a wide receiver and four tight ends yeah. and, and, and a running back. And after a, sh- after a pre-snap shift, right? And then they ran it to the opposite side. Donovan Jones just had a massive hole yeah. the size of the Lincoln Tunnel for a 47-yard time. <laughs> and, and he had so much room on the first touchdown, my God. Yeah. I mean, like, Michigan is just mauling Washington right now. Not that anybody should be surprised by this. Now, listen, I would also say they dominated Alabama in the first half, like, at the line of scrimmage yes, in, on both sides last Monday at the Rose Bowl. And because they were so bad on special teams, Alabama found found a way to stay in that game, and then they got things going in the third quarter. So, I mean, it's a long game. It's only, you know, like you said, there's a buck and a half left to go in the first quarter here. Things can change, especially, again, if Penix and Washington can, you know, convert touchdowns instead of field goals. But that's their thing. If they don't convert touchdowns instead of field goals, they got no shot. No, they don't. And he has continued to be pinpoint accurate tonight when the ball uh, actually comes out of his hands. We'll see. Uh, he's able to get this Huskies offense back into the football game. Big day here locally, Chris. Obviously, yeah. Josh Harris and company continuing to put their fingerprints on this organization. They met with the media earlier this afternoon, but not before announcing the hiring uh, of former Warriors general manager Bob Myers as well as former Vikings general manager Rick Spielman. They will help aid and assist Josh Harris uh, and his managing partners in this process of trying to hire a head of football operations, uh, as well as a head coach. The head coach candidates and the folks that Washington have requested to interview uh, have come out here, Chris, and I want to continue to give credit to our pal Ben Standig over at The Athletic. I sent him a text earlier, Chris. 
the two pieces that he did on the prospective head coach candidates and the prospective GM candidates, mm-hmm. just brilliant work. And it must be a damn good feeling as a reporter seeing all of the people that you listed in your in your piece right. get interviewed. Uh, I want to go through some of the names here, though, Chris, and I'm trying to pull my Twitter up here real quick to to be exact. But we know, as we said first, they interviewed or they requested to interview Ben Johnson and uh, Aaron Glenn, the offensive and defensive right. coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Uh, as recently of, as an hour ago, Nikki Javala of The Post uh, tweeting out that they've submitted a request for Texans OC Bobby Slowick. Uh, we also heard about Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They put in a request for him. Um, the assistant head coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Anthony in, Weaver. Yeah, Anthony yep. Weaver. They put in a request for him. Am um, I missing anybody on the head coaching side? Uh, you got Weaver. McD- I mean, obviously, the, the, you know, the Harbaugh situation yes. we can deal with uh, separately. Aaron Glenn, uh, Ben Johnson, Raheem Anthony Morris. Weaver, Mike McDonald, yeah. Raheem Morris. Surprisingly, so far, mm-hmm. at least that I've seen, you mentioned Bobby Slowick. Uh, again, that one ma- makes sense uh, as Blake Corum rips off another huge run for Michigan. <laughs> My goodness. Um, you, you know, as, like, um, I don't think we're missing any names uh, no. in terms of the coaching candidates now that we have Raheem Morris a- added to the mix. I am a little bit surprised, a little bit surprised that we're almost through, you know, most of today and we haven't seen Dan Quinn yet of the Cowboys yeah. or Brian Flores of the Vikings, especially Flores, considering the Vikings are eliminated. I believe they can talk to him immediately. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, they like all of these interviews that they're requesting with playoff coaches, they can't conduct uh, in-person interviews. They can only conduct Zoom interviews. And I believe, I believe they have to be done like this weekend or uh, I, I'm not sure exactly of the timing, but it's usually like the actual weekend in which these coaches play and coach in games. Um, the bottom line is this. I think so far it's a pretty good list, right? Uh, I, again, I, yeah. I'm surprised that we don't have Quinn and I'm surprised that we don't have, um, Brian Flores yet. The two offensive coaches plus Harbaugh for those that want to add him. Uh, I think that's, I think that's a good start. I think it's a good list. I think there's only one real surprise on there, and that would be Weaver, and just maybe because we weren't thinking about him. Right. But he is the AHC, and he is the defensive line coach of the Ravens. So, again, it makes sense. I think what I what what, what jumps out to me is obviously there's a lot of defensive flavor, yes. which I, I know pisses some people off, and I really don't care. Oh, we've been on it, man. Don't exactly. Look. Toot our horn. Exactly. And, and two, the, the other thing th- that I would say, Linnell, is – and I'm trying to, I, you know, I'm trying to, like, I have all these ideas running through my head. I know. I'm trying to wrap this up as succinctly as I can. I, I don't believe in hiring people just because of where they, you know, this goes back to what I was saying before. I don't go back to hiring people just because of where they rank statistically. Right. Like, some people were trying to tell me that, uh, that Wink Martindale did a bad job with the Giants. They can also go kick all of the rock. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. Uh, listen, I, I know, I know what I saw in person, and I'm not suggesting the Giants' defense was lights out, blanket like awesome, awesome. Sam Howell and the com- Commanders moved the football against them in the second to last meeting. They just threw up all over themselves. But I've watched the Giants all year long, including yesterday, including down the stretch. 
The Giants' defense is pretty good. I don't care where Wink Martindale ranks statistically. Again, I don't care where Aaron Glenn ranks statistically. I don't care where Raheem Morris and the Rams' defense ranks statistically. You know what I care about? I care about experience. I care about knowledge. I care about style and aggressiveness of scheme. I care about personality, leadership of men. These are the things that I care about. And what I'm fired up about so far for this initial list. And again, I wouldn't be shocked if Dan Quinn has added to it. I did talk to somebody with the Cowboys yesterday, and they were fully expecting it and thinking it was going to happen. So I only add that I'm surprised it apparently hasn't happened yet, but maybe it'll happen later on tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think my biggest takeaway in, Rooster, we've been saying this for weeks on end now to this point, the fact that we have seen only two offensive-minded candidates interviewed, that being Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions, it just tells you what it is and what this process is going to be. Don't get caught chasing waterfalls, I guess is the, is, is the phrase that I'll use. Wasn't that a song? Yes, don't go chasing don't waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> T, T, uh, who TLC? was it? TLC. Yeah, I was going to say TMZ. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I, I bring them up yeah. to say this, Russo. Like, don't, don't get enamored and caught up with the hot, sexy, young offensive yep. mind and think that yep. that's the only way you can team right. build. I love the way you put it earlier. This is not a one-size-fits-all type of coaching search and GM search. You are going to leave no stone unturned, and I think seeing that they've only brought in two offensive-minded candidates or requested two offensive-minded candidates to this point kind of, I think, tips their hand as to which direction they're leaning. So i I got to say this, just not to pat anybody, anyone's back, but two things here. Mm -hmm. Number one, I'm proud of you because, you know, you talk about, you know, youngest in charge, you're 26 years old. It would be so, 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 so easy for you to be, uh, quite honestly, in my opinion, um, What's the nicest oh, way no I can say this? Um, you know, uh, blinded by the fact that you can only do that, you can only hire an offensive coach. Yes, that that's the only way to do it. Okay, so I'm proud of you from that regard. Number two, I do want to point out this: I've been throwing around Raheem Morris's name, Come as you probably remember, yep. for. I don't know, a month and a half, two months. Both of them. I remember, yeah. And and I remember you and I having this discussion, but I also believe I, I I want to double check with Uh him, but I'm 99% sure that on Thanksgiving down in Dallas, JP Finley had somebody said, Hey, look out for Raheem Morris. And he said that on the air when I was talking about, you know, Raheem, like a couple of days after the Thanksgiving loss uh-huh. when they had fired Jack Del Rio. So it looks like there's some real teeth here to the name Raheem Morris for multiple reasons. And and again, people would look and say, Raheem Morris. I mean, he wasn't good. Oh, people, Tampa already, Bay. Yeah, people are already on Twitter yeah, bashing yeah, the guy. Oh, he's a retread. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> retread? Get lost. Yeah. Go kick all the rocks. Retread, get out of here. And Russell, the thing I love about Raheem Morris is, first of all, he probably got his opportunity in Tampa way too early. Way too early. Way Way too too early. early. But then the the ability to get to go on the other side of the ball and coach wide receivers the way he did 
in Atlanta on a Super Bowl caliber yep. team. Yep. Chris Russell, it, it, it's part of the reason why I like Bobby Slowick. Anytime you can have someone that's coached on both sides of the football, yep. they're a and, damn good. And candidate. and you know that's a, I think that's a Kyle and Mike thing. Yes. You know where where yes. they say, hey, if you want to be great. Learn both sides. Now, for whatever reason, Mike McDaniel didn't learn defense or didn't coach on defense, but he did pretty much everything else, right? right? Um, so I would say this, Slowick and, again, Raheem Morris both have that dual versatility. Uh, we know Slowick embraces analytics. He, he worked at PFF for yes. a couple of years. Um, I, you know, I were, I worked with a young Bobby Slowick. I didn't know him super well. Um, I, I know his dad real well. Okay. And, you know, his dad was a good football coach and Mike Shanahan's right in the hand man. I will tell you this. I, I worked with Raheem, you know, not every single day would I see him and talk to him, but I, I talked to him a lot. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and we would, you know, spend some, a little bit of time together on the road and, you know, just chit chatting and whatever about life, about football. Raheem is a, a good man, yeah. number one, but he's a really underrated, good football coach. If you think of, you know, again, what you just kind of illustrated with Atlanta and coaching on both sides and who he's been around and what he's absorbed in the second part of his coaching career after becoming that young head coach. And that, to me, is the impressive part of what Raheem is and what he offers is Yes, he had that young head coaching experience. And yes, it didn't go great. He was in a tough situation replacing John Gruden, a, a franchise in transition, so on and so forth. Yes, I acknowledge all that. But again, what I further want to cement is he has worked with and alongside Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay for the better part of his career since leaving here and, 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 and under Mike Shanahan when here. I'll take those chances, yeah. man. I will take those freaking chances. And it's amazing. Our, our pal Denton Day pointed this out over the weekend. Whenever they show that graphic of all the former Washington coaches. He doesn't get mentioned. They never put Raheem Morris on the graphic. Well, you know, it, it, here's the deal. And, mm. and, I, and, and I understand why. Because it's coaches that were on that staff that became head coaches. Okay, right. Raheem, right. Raheem and my guy Jim Hazlitt Timmy. were were. <laughs> head coaches before yeah. joining that staff. Right. So that's why I think they delineate and distinguish. Now, some charts, graphs, whatever, what if Raheem gets a head coaching job, whether it's in Washington or somewhere else, we'll we'll, we'll then throw Raheem onto that mix. But 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 I think the reason why they do it is because both Hazlitt and Raheem yeah. were head coaches before joining that staff, uh not after not after that staff. And those guys were first-time head coaches, meaning all the guys that we see on that chart. And, oh, by the way, again, it doesn't have to be Raheem because I think he's a good guy or because, you know, he was on that staff or anything like that. It's just when you take the totality of uh, every – look at what he's done. You know, this Rams team, quite. I don't want to spend too much time. I know I'm talking a lot. No, I don't want to spend though. too much look time what he's on, on Raheem. Look at what that – best coaching job. Yes. The secondary is not great, as we saw Jacoby Brissett have some success yes. late. In that game and matchup man to man situations, they, they lost a lot of pieces on that defense over the offseason. And guess what happened? They got back to the playoffs and what did they win? 10 games during the regular season? Yeah, was nine, it 10 games? Uh, yeah. Whatever it was. The bottom line is, is now some of that is Sean. Some of that is Matthew Stafford staying healthy for the, you know, all of that. Yes. I, I, Kyron Williams, I got it. 
Some of that is Raheem Willis, uh, Morris. And yes. yes, it helps to have Aaron Donald. But you know what he didn't have? He didn't have Jalen Ramsey. Nope. He didn't have Bobby Wagner. He didn't have a couple of other guys that they lost from that defense last year and the year before that. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, he's been my sentimental favorite all along. Uh, I, I'm a op- soft spot for old yeah, I mean, I'm I, Right. I'm open to Mike McDonald or wherever they want to go. Yeah. You know, I, like, I truly, and when I say one size fits all, man, I'm open offense i'm open to defense hell i'm even open to special teams like if you came to me and said you know what dave taub of the kansas yeah. city chiefs who's long been thought of or uh you know and i know he's a little bit old but rich Passaccia, who's now in green yeah. bay who was the raiders in or like if you came to me and said one of those guys like i would not go ew you can't do that i, I i'm sorry i don't do that because look at harbaugh in baltimore look at what he's done as a yeah. special teams coordinator turn great head coach yeah it's too easy to get fooled and duped by it and I think it was you that tweeted it out when Arthur Smith initially got relieved of his duties just because he's you know a young offensive hotshot think about it Arthur Smith was Ben Johnson a couple years ago yeah, they, yeah. people were drooling over Arthur yeah, Smith yeah no you're absolutely right I mean fit. you know and 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 this is not to say Arthur Smith is a bad football coach. It just didn't work out for whatever reason. Just like quarterback. Well, that that was number one. But a lot of people criticized him for not using the pieces that they did acquire for him. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it, it's going to be really interesting because supposedly uh, Atlanta wants to get in on Belichick, and and if he becomes available here, or, you know, and I'm sure they'll pursue Harbaugh here. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, but. You know, they've kind of neutered their GM, Terry Fontenot. I mean, they, you know, came out (laughs) and said, you know, whereas you didn't like, and now, of course, you don't have an existing GM sort. Well, you do. You actually do have an existing GM and Martin Mayhew. One thing I did wanted to point out while, while I'm on that, Mm -hmm. I thought, I don't know if you agree. Uh I thought it was a smart move to keep Mayhew, Herney, Eric Bieniemy, all the coaches in the fold, because what they're saying is, hey, guys, we don't we can't promise what's going to happen here. But you're under contract. You're getting paid. There's football operations, (laughs) reserve future contracts, managing of the salary cap, uh, different, you know, things that need to be cleaned up, film review, so on and so forth, uh, assessment notes, what all sorts. There's things that we need done that a head coach and a new GM are not going to have the time necessarily to completely and exhaustively do right. because of, because of how long this process might take. I think this was a sneaky under the radar good thing for Josh Harris and the Commanders that they didn't stupidly blow out more people. Or so what if you blow out Martin Mayhew in three weeks? That's that's like right. man, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Get three more weeks of work out of them. You don't have to use every bit of information that he provides you but whatever information he has and gives good and the one thing i continue to say russell and we've talked about this uh, when i join you on wednesdays while this job is uber attractive because of the cap space and the draft capital Mm -hmm. they got a lot of tough evaluations to make yeah who better than to have an, an opinion on these evaluations on these free agents and impending free agents and the draft picks than martin mayhew Marty Herney, and some of the scouts. So I I definitely think it makes sense to keep them around in the building. Uh, We have just used up all the rooster time that we can here in the 8 o'clock hour, my friend. I appreciate you. I'm sorry. You know me. Once I get wound up, I I get going. I'm wound up too, man. And look, good conversation that we had. People can go back and uh, check this out on the Always Free Odyssey app. Top of the 8 o'clock hour starts our conversation with Chris Russell 
Uh, we'll check in with you soon, my friend. Cock my guy. Do see you later. I can't wait to talk with you more on Wednesday. Have a great <laughs> rest of the show. Sorry for blowing out your clock. And uh, <laughs> no, you're good, man. You know, uh, Chris is just looking at me like, yeah. Sorry. No, we're all sorry, good. Chris. Appreciate you giving us go some blue, time, my man. <laughs> I guess we'll. Uh, I'll take this call while we got it, Larry in D.C. What's going on, Larry? Man, you know I love when you come on, man. You you like the new school, man. You you, you like the young rookie coming in. I see a rookie coming in with it with the prospect, man. So I I love you, man. I've been been listening since Ken Benches. But look, look, I've told you all year, man. You fuss me out now. Nah, you got the documentized. I told you we was gonna get Kayla Williams. <laughs> I've been telling you the last. You know that's you my know, voice. I've been telling you the last. Listen, listen. Now, with your inside connections with the Rooster, let's get Devin White. If we get Devin White, that puts everything in perspective. Now you got a quarterback on the offense and a quarterback on the defense. It put everybody in their place. Jamie Davis never go outside, and you got a quarterback that can put everybody. And now you got a linebacker that can fill the holes behind them big guys and Allen and Payne. What you think? I dig it, man. Devin White. I don't know what's going to happen because they got a playoff game to play, but he was inactive a couple of weeks ago. There's some friction going on uh, within the organization with him. Uh, Larry, I, I think you bring him back, Caleb. The Caleb Williams conversation is going to be so interesting, and you know how, what I feel about this, Larry. Over the next five months, they're going to pick him apart like they do every prospect in the draft. But I think – I know he may not be showing it right now. They're down 17-3. to three. I think the best thrower of the football in the country plays quarterback at Washington – but I think uh, Caleb Williams is a damn good prospect. Don't get me wrong. This, this, this is the thing about that. I've I watched Merlin, not a Merlin fan, but they they like that family member that come over your house and go in your refrigerator, <laughs> and you and you and you care. It's family members that don't that you don't care. I'm saying with Penix, I watched him at Indiana. I've seen him tear Merlin up. The only thing I'm scared of is the ACLs. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not. I, I believe he's a, a, a first rounder. Is you know him, Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels, and that and that next tier down. But I just believe that if Barn, if you don't mess it up with Caleb Williams, ten year career, you win one. You win right. one. Yeah, I hear you, Larry. I appreciate the call as always, my dog. You be blessed. Have a happy New Year. I we got five months to discuss quarterback. We'll have a bunch of. Bunch of different conversation on QB as the months roll past. If you if you listen to the Sports Junkies tomorrow morning, a little preview of what the junk's got coming up. Rick Spielman, n- new uh, advisee to new advisor, excuse me, to Josh Harris during this hiring process. He uh, he's given his opinion on a multitude of different top quarterbacks in the draft via the thirty third team. So if you're tapped into the Sports Junkies tomorrow morning, six to ten, right here on the fan, you'll hear uh, from Rick Spielman on the quarterback prospects coming out now he feels about him chris russell man always good chopping it up with the rooster we'll take a quick time out uh in about mm, 20 minutes or so another guest stopping by odyssey nfl insider jason lock and four is set to join us when we come back though a discussion we've tossed around here a couple of times on overtime offensive minded coach versus defensive minded coach plus i'll tell you one common theme Amongst the initial interview requests for head coach for the Washington Commanders. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Liddell Willingham, taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to CBS Sports Radio. Wizards in action right now, playing host to the Oklahoma City Thunder. About 10 minutes and change left to go in the fourth quarter. Washington down 104-97. Jordan Poole, taki hot in that third quarter. 15 points, four triples. I just got a text from a pal, Chase Hughes, covers the Wizards for Monumental Sports. Mitchell Rails, commander's majority owner, is at Wizards and Thunder tonight, decked out in burgundy and gold commander's gear. I love to see it. Uh, Mitch Rails uh, out and about checking out the Washington Wizards. Obviously, Mitch Rails and the franchise that he's in charge of, very active this morning, this afternoon. And we expect them to remain active over the next couple of months as Washington revamps its front office uh, and brings in another head coach. We let you hear from Josh Harris, the majority owner of the Washington Commanders. We'll let you hear from him again before we get out of here. Uh, as we mentioned, though, Jason Lock and Four, Odyssey NFL insider, getting ready to join us. Top of the 9 o'clock hour. We'll take a spin around the National Football League and get his opinion on what's happened here in Washington and what he's hearing about what could potentially be next for the Burgundy and Gold. I teased before we went to break, though. A lot of discussion over the last couple of days, weeks, about what the preference is for the next head coach here in Washington. Do you prefer an offensive-minded coach? Or do you prefer a defensive-minded coach? Now, Washington has can or put out formal interview requests to seven different head coaching candidates. Surprising. They're active early. I love everything about it. 
Only two of those candidates, though, ladies and gentlemen, are offensive-minded candidates. Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator in Houston, and Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator with the Detroit Lions. So that being said, seems like there's a common theme amongst these initial interview requests. Seems like right now, in this hiring cycle at least, the defensive-minded candidates are a heck of a lot stronger or there are more of them than the offensive-minded candidates. And I love the line that Chris Russell used a moment ago when he was uh, on here with us. This is not a one-size-fit-all situation here. It's, It's just not. I don't have a preference. I want the best guy for the job. Offensive-minded coach, defensive-minded coach, doesn't matter. I need a leader of men. I need someone who's going to come in here and help transcend and shape this culture. And I ultimately, at the end of the day, offensive, defensive-minded, special teams coach, I need a coach that's going to get the most out of the talent. I need a coach that's going to get the most out of the talent. Because for too many years here, under Ron Rivera specifically, constantly felt like we weren't getting the most out of our players. Our first-round pick this year, Emmanuel Forbes, is a great example. Poor coaching. Didn't allow him to continue to develop throughout the season. Didn't get the most out of our guy. Antonio Gibson. Never felt like we got the most out of him. When are we going to get the most out of our guys? When are we going to get our guys to play up to their potential? I think that has a big part to do with the head coach. Wasn't a lot of growth and development over the past four years under Ron Rivera. A lot of regression, if you ask me. I don't know, man. When When we look at the names that Washington has flirted with to this point, the names that they have requested an interview with, five out of the seven candidates, defensive. And that make you feel like they're kind of lean in one way in particular? About the report that came out from Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report. Uh, he's alluding to and reporting that he's hearing that Washington uh, expected to be a major player for Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. He's obviously coaching right now. Wolverines up 17-3 with six minutes left to go in the first half. He's going to have a decision to make, though. According to Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report, advisor during this process, Bob Myers, has already reached out to agent Don Yee, the agent of Jim Harbaugh. He's already reached out to him. So there is interest from Washington, 110%. Remember we played the comments earlier from Josh Harris and he talked about being flexible about talent and having talent influence structure. I think he's talking about Jim Harbaugh. Because I bet your bottom dollar, the job that he takes in the National Football League when he makes that expected jump, it's not going to be a situation where he's answering to someone, so to speak. He wants to have the final say on personnel moves. And what Josh Harris said earlier, I think, is kind of leaving the door open for the big possibility of Jim Harbaugh 
to D.C. And let me give you another layer of Jim Harbaugh to D.C. If you listen to the extended postgame last night, D.O.C. was all over this. John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh love each other. They're brothers. They're best friends. They are literally BFFs. The moment that Baltimore realized they clinched the number one seed, he was figuring out how he could get down to this national title game. The moment they clinched the one seed, that's what John Harbaugh was worried about. Think about it like this too, man. They're taking care of their parents. They're older. Their parents are older. They're at that age. We're going to have to start taking care of your parents on a day-to-day basis. How convenient would it be if both of the kids were in a 50, 30, 20-mile radius of each other? The grandkids can see each other. Grandkids can spend time with the grandparents. Kids can play with each other's kids. There's so many layers as to why I think Jim Harbaugh will be a major player uh, for this Washington Commander's job. We'll see, though. We'll see. When we come back, final hour of power uh, here in this Monday night edition of Overtime. We'll be joined by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. We'll ask him what he's been hearing about whether or not Jim Harbaugh, coach at the University of Michigan, will actually jump ship. We'll ask Jason Lockenfora that next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.